What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Notorious HFL podcast, and I'm your host, the Notorious HFL, a.k.a. Huge Fat Loser, a.k.a. Aaron Lohman. First off, let me start off with the boring disclaimer. What I'm about to say in this podcast are my opinions and my opinions only, not the opinions of my employer or anybody else on this planet or any other planet, any Martian, anybody out there. They're my opinions only. Thank you for joining me on this inaugural podcast. It's something that I've wanted to do for a very, very long time. I was just waiting for the perfect set of circumstances to start this. Quiet place, studio time, perfect equipment. Um, all this stuff that in my life, in my line of work, just is not going to happen. I spend a lot of time at the gym. I spend a lot of time with my family and I spend time at work. And um, I have to squeeze this in in between, even though it's something I want to do a lot. I got to do it the way I got to do it. So you're going to hear my kids running up and down the hallway. You're going to hear my kids calling for daddy. You're going to hear my dog barking in the background. It is what it is. If you can't handle that, see you later. All right? I take no offense. So, who am I? Those of you who know me, I go by Huge Fat Loser on Instagram. But I'm more than an Instagram handle. I mean, not much more. I'm seriously, and I say this all the time, I'm just a dude with a smartphone and a couple apps who's just putting his life out there, trying to like help people be more positive, help people laugh, help people get in shape, help people change their mindset, help people do things that make them uncomfortable, help, you know, whatever it is that you get from me or whatever it is that you don't like about me, whatever. I'm just doing what I do. I'm living my life and I'm trying to help some people along the way live theirs too. Help people break out of their shells a little bit and um, gain a little peace of mind and a little happiness and a little health. You know, everything I put on social media, everything I put on Instagram is my real life. I don't fake it for the gram. I show you, I tell you my ups and downs. I tell you my opinions, whether they're popular or not. And whether you choose to like them or not, hey, listen, that's on you. But I'm always going to be honest to me. And um, the same thing is going to happen here on this podcast. It's not going to be any different. Just going to be a lot of long-winded talk along the same lines of stuff. So four years ago probably longer now, four and a half years ago, I started this page called Huge Fat Loser on Instagram and Facebook. It actually started out as a Facebook, a Instagram, and a blog. The blog no longer exists um, because my Instagram, my Facebook pretty much took it over. But I lost some weight and I was really changing my life, changing my mindset, doing all this stuff. And my wife says to me, hey, listen, you should start a blog. You should start an Instagram. You should, You could help a lot of people. At the time before that, I was not really a social media person. I was very anti-social media because as cops, as law enforcement, um, we know that like social media can get you in a lot of trouble and there's a lot of rumors about, you know, posting things on the internet that can get you in trouble or, you know, you have the whole like sheepdog thing where you think that people are just going to come out of nowhere and just like hunt you down at your house because they saw you on social media, all that, you know, punch the skull, paranoia stuff that goes on in uh, our culture. And, um, but I listened to her, thankfully, you know, she's somebody who always supports me and, uh, she's the best person ever. 
if she's listening to this. And um, so I did it. I started started out as almost like just like an accountability thing, what I was doing, what I had going on, what I was eating, all this stuff. And uh, it started to grow. I started to gain a little bit of a following. And I started branching out not only from nutrition, but also to mindset, also to my, you know, my opinions on certain things, also to like whatever I felt at the time, you know, but my story actually starts before that, before I started the blog, before I started the Instagram, before my wife encouraged me to do it, to change things. It started in 2014. Um, Sorry, 2013. In 2013, I was on my path to be a detective. I was two weeks away from getting promoted to detective when I got a call from my captain who told me I was, told me internal affairs was coming to my house, told me to meet them there. I was actually on my way to a wedding. I had to stop home, wait for internal affairs to show up at my house where they took my guns and they took my shield or my badge, if you're listening. Uh, At the time, I didn't know what it was for. It was for an investigation, which I'm really not going to get into here because I don't know what the legality of all that, you know, disclosing what what happened is. But I can tell you this, it was bullshit, all right? And anybody who who knows or who's involved in the situation, uh, they they would agree with you. Uh, They would agree with that sentiment. So two weeks away from getting promoted to detective, I had my shield number picked out and everything. Um, they showed up at my house and uh, they took my guns and shield and I went to a wedding. And it was very surreal because then I had to go the next morning to headquarters and find out what was going on and all this stuff and find out what my assignment was. Now, up until that point, the job, my career had been my pretty much not my sole purpose in life, but pretty close to it. Like, yes, I had my wife, you know, my daughter was born, all this stuff. They were very important to me, but I cannot lie and tell you that my job was not the most important thing to me at the time. Um, My wife and my child were equally as important, but they were all equals and I was not balancing things correctly. My health was not a priority and I was making, uh, getting promoted and becoming a detective and being a super cop and all this crap that really doesn't mean anything meant way, 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 way too much to me. So from the time I graduated the academy to the time I got modified and jammed up, gun and shield taken away, have you, mind you. I gained well over 100 plus pounds. I was over 425 pounds. I was doing search warrants when I was in the Manhattan Gang Squad where I thought I was going to die because I was out of breath. I was getting dizzy. I was completely out of shape. And not only was I completely out of shape and unhealthy, eating badly, all this stuff, my attitude was terrible. You could talk to anybody that knew me Um, Before I started doing any of this, before I started dieting, all this stuff, and they would tell you that I was one of the most miserable people on planet Earth, negative mindset, the world is ending, everything is shit, Uh, all this stuff. I used to troll positive people on the internet. I used to tell them that they were full of shit. 
I used to troll my buddy Brian, my old partner, who was a CrossFit guy, and tell him, like, oh, exercise is impossible. I used to talk to people on the internet all the time, tell them working out and being in shape as a cop is, is bullshit. We don't have time for that. We don't have time to eat healthy. All this stuff, which was bullshit, all right? It's all garbage. It was just all ways for me to spread my negativity, ways to cover up my insecurity because I didn't think I could get in shape. I, you know, I didn't want to be in shape. I was quote unquote fat and happy, you know, the whole body positive movement, which is fucking also bullshit. Okay. I put up a big front, like this was all impossible and I couldn't make it happen. So I was just going to be miserable, out of shape, all this stuff. And then my job, came crashing down on me. It was a very, very dark moment in my career, in my life. Uh, I didn't think I would ever recover from it because if you've ever been through something like this, they pretty much make it out to be like your life is over. Your career is over. You're going to have to find a new job. You're not going to be able to provide for your family. Uh, They play a mental mindfuck game with you because I don't know why they do it, honestly. You know, it's very unfair to a lot of people, especially I grew up with a past that put me, that made me mentally strong. But I went through a lot of shit to get there. But if you're not mentally strong and you're not um, ready for, you know, if you don't can't see through all the crap, let me tell you something. It has It could have disastrous circumstances on you when it comes to your mental health. And, um... So that all happened, and when I got modified, I was working at a place called Brooklyn Central Booking, which is the jail in Brooklyn. It's where uh, cops in Brooklyn, they bring their criminals there to be arraigned, so they wait for arraignment, and you sit there without a gun, without a shield, uh, getting shit talked to you, getting shit thrown at you, getting urine thrown at you. And listen, all my corrections officer buddies out there, you know what I'm talking about. You know about all this stuff. Like I said, you're sitting there in limbo and you're wondering what the hell is going to happen next. What is going to happen in my life? You know, at the time I had my delegates telling me, hey, listen, buddy, maybe this will be over in like five, six years. You know, maybe I even had a delegate, a trustee, a trustee. Okay, now, for those of you who don't know what that is, they're a step above a delegate. Tell me I should find another job. Tell me I should find another line of work. Tell me that my career was over. Okay, now imagine hearing all this stuff just sitting, just sitting there. And when you're working there, you're working by yourself. So you have a lot of time to just think and think and think and dwell on this stuff and like let it drag you down and drag you down. And then, you know, that combined, obviously, still not taking care of my health, still not doing any of that. Um, I was still trying to make it as good as possible. I was being hopeful. I was trying to get out of there, and I did eventually get out of there, and I wound up in a precinct called the 108th Precinct where um, it's Long Island City, New York, and it was a shock for me because I was used to working in very busy neighborhoods, you know, high crime, um, lots of violence, all this stuff. And, like, I'm not trying to make myself out to be a hero or anything like that because I'm not. I'm just some dude with uh, who swore in like everybody else who just happened to work in places like that, okay? I'm no hero uh, at all, okay? But it was a slower place, uh, less violent, 
And believe it or not, the people liked you there. So it was like, it, it was weird. Right? It was just a different transition, different part of life. But while I was there, a f this is where I decided that my life was going to change forever. Um, a couple things happened. I started working 4 to 12 patrol there. I hadn't worked patrol in some time. Uh, like I said, I had just came from the gang squad and then Brooklyn Central Booking and now back on patrol. I actually like patrol. I'm not one of those people who, you know, once they get put in plain clothes or anti-crime, think they're too good for that shit. Like, I actually enjoy it. Um, if they put me on patrol tomorrow in any command, I would I would love it. I'd make the best out of it. It's, it's uh, one of those things where it's different every day almost. You know, for the you're not going to this the same shit every single day. Things change, and that relationship that you have in the car with your partner is like one of the strongest, best relationships ever. Um, it's something that doesn't change. Uh, I still keep in contact with most of the people I've I've ever worked with, and they've always and each and every single one of them has had a, a great impact on my life, and where I am at this point, and that's where I bring you to now is I started I got partnered with a girl. Uh, who I'm not going to mention any names on here for the most part because I don't know what, you know, who wants to be talked about, who doesn't, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I got partnered with a girl who was a very positive person, a very positive influence in my life. And it was at that same time that I had this positive influence in my life who was now my partner who helped change my mindset because I had just been jammed up. I had just been screwed over by the job. You know, it was my own fault also. Okay. So that, let me just put that out there. It was also my own fault. I'm not blaming anybody for what happened to me. There are certain like there are certain things that happened that I had the choice that I created that what happened to me, okay? Even though it was bullshit. It's still something I did that I created. Okay? So she was a very positive person in my life and um and at the time I was negative, I was miserable, I was upset, I was bitter, I hated the job, the job sucks, the job's dead, all this shit, and she had a different perspective, she had a more positive perspective, and it rubbed off on me, and not only that, at the same time, I met a cop who was just like I was, he was a miserable, asshole, piece of shit, all right, hated the job, hated everything around him, was so negative, just talked shit about everybody, talked shit about the job, counting down days to retirement, couldn't wait to retire. And I looked at him and I said to myself, oh my God, that guy right there is me. I can't be that guy anymore. You know, when you see somebody who's acting like you act, you realize how it affects other people like I saw him as being such a negative draining person on me and then I realized oh my god I'm that same negative draining person I'm bringing that same energy to all the people around me I'm bringing that energy to my family and my wife had said to me several times before that you know sometimes you're just so draining with your negativity and negative energy and like I was a very 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 negative mindset person I would we all naturally have a confirmation bias for negativity but I really dug in hard and just would like look things up, 
to be miserable, look things up on the internet to be miserable about, to be angry about, to spread negativity, to fight with people on the internet and in person about absolutely everything. Everything became a hill to stand on, to battle, all this shit. I would spend all my energy just arguing and arguing and arguing and spreading negativity and not taking care of myself and not controlling what I could and obsessing over things that I couldn't control and all this stuff in my life. And my, you know, my head, I just felt like everything was out of control, spinning out of control, all this stuff. And then, like I said, getting jammed up, put the brakes on that. Then I met my partner who helped rebuild me. And then I met this guy who was so miserable that also put me in a different mind space where I couldn't be that guy that I was being. I was like, I saw this guy and I was embarrassed to have been the same guy that this guy was. And I decided, listen, I got to change my whole mindset. I got to start like thinking about things differently. So it took effort. It took a lot of dedication. But I tried to start thinking about things differently. I started thinking about things in my life that I was grateful for. I started acknowledging things like getting jammed up that were my fault. I started to forget things that I couldn't control. I started to focus on things that I could control. And then one day... When I was sleeping, I had a nightmare where I died at work. I got thrown from the roof of a building. And on the way down, all I could see was my daughter growing up without me. My son wasn't born yet. All I saw was my daughter. And she was growing into a woman. And she was there at her sweet 16 without me. She was there at her wedding without me. You know, she was lighting a candle at her sweet 16 for me because I wasn't there. And I woke up in a cold sweat thinking to myself, what the hell am I doing with my life? I have to change who I am in every single way because I'm not the person that I want to be. You know, and from that point on, my whole goal was just to be the best possible version of myself that I could be. You know, I was over 425 pounds. I started to lose weight. I started to eat right. I started to track my calories. I started to ride my bike to the train station and then to work. And then I, you know, I started to track my calories. And I started working on my positive outlook on life. I started changing everything and it all bled into each other. And I started changing. I started getting in better shape. I started feeling better about myself. I started feeling better about my life. I started feeling more positive because I was accomplishing goals and I was being honest with myself about who I really was and what I really wanted to do with my life. And I started helping people, which also helped me you know, lead into that, also helped me feel good. So that's when my wife said, listen, you could help a lot of people by starting a blog or an Instagram account. So that's what I did. I started a blog and an Instagram account called Huge Fat Loser. And the reason I chose that name isn't because I get a lot of DMs telling me all the time, like, yo, dude, you're not a loser. Like, I know I'm not a loser, okay? It's because I was losing a lot of fat at the time. And I um, I tried to get Big Fat Loser, but it was taken. So I was like, whatever, Huge Fat Loser, you know, because I was, at the time, I, I was in a rush to create it, you know? I wasn't really thinking that it would take off this far as it has. You know, and um, so I just did it. And th- that's why that's the name. And I started slowly, like I said, just keeping myself accountable. 
Um, and then it blossomed into this whole thing where I started helping people on a daily basis. The first person I ever helped, and this is a true story, it wasn't with weight loss at all. It was some guy who DM'd me who told me that he was going to commit suicide. And I did not know what to do at, at all. I'm not, I wasn't trained in that. I didn't have any courses in it. But I did the best I could, and I did it from my perspective. And I told him, um, I gave him the best advice that I could. And um, since then, he's uh, he's doing well. He got help, and he's he's doing fine. Um, and he wasn't a cop, and he wasn't on this job on our job. Okay, he was a civilian, and so just so you know, and uh, he's doing well. So from then, I started helping people. I started doing this. I started uh, helping people change their lives, doing more, pushing myself further, uh, losing more weight, lifting weights, doing all this stuff. And then that blossomed into me getting opportunities with men's health, me getting opportunities with the department, um, me pushing myself to get promoted, to take the sergeant's exam where I did get promoted. And I wound up working in Far Rockaway for a while. And then it pushed me into another opportunity working at the health and wellness section where I am now. And um, I'm still out there trying to help as many people as possible and do what I can to make people's lives better, not only for just cops, for everybody. Like, I, I mean, I don't care who I contact through my message as long as I get across to some people and help change their lives because I know exactly what it's like to be the person who feels helpless, who feels like they're out of control, who feels like their life is out of control. Um, and uh, my go- like I said, my goal now is obviously this podcast. <laughs> To uh, maybe write a book or two. Not maybe. Definitely going to write a book or two. I have to start working on that as well. And just spread my message to anybody else who will listen. So I hope everybody is having a great day out there. And for all of you out there that are listening... Thank you for tuning in to the first inaugural podcast of the Notorious HFL. That's just a brief summary of who I am and what you're listening to. If you ever have any questions, obviously, always feel free to DM me at Huge Fat Loser. It's at H-U-G-E underscore fat, F-A-T underscore loser, L-O-S-E-R. And I will always get back to you. I answer every single person that DMs me because I know what it's like to be the person reaching out for help because I was that person. Uh, Whether it be weight loss, mindset, whatever it is, I'm there for you to the best of my ability. Um, So everybody, thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Peace.